There's a reason more pros choose redneck blinds over any other blind on the market. Combining amazing quietness, scent control, and usability features, you have the ultimate hunting blind. Give them a call or check them out online at redneckblinds.com. Dakota Silence, we're embracing better. Our focuses, revolutionary concealment, extreme silence, enhanced thermal efficiency, purpose-driven functionality. Unheard, unnoticed, uncompromised. You're listening to the Outdoor Podcast, proudly presented by Six Hour and created by Bowhunter Planet. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, and welcome to the Outdoor Podcast, Hunt Camp Fish, right here on Carbon TV, as well as online, wherever you find your podcast audio-wise. Uh, it's just myself tonight, Dave Thomas, but I am joined with Ben uh, from Wild Tribute. So this is a company that we have had had been on for the Bowhunter Planet podcast uh, last season, uh, which aired on the Carbon TV network. Um, and then Ben asked me for a copy. I'm like, I don't have a copy because it already aired somewhere. <laughs> it's, a, it's not like you just come back on. Let's just talk again, you know, have some fun here. Um, so, Ben, I guess real quick, tell us about the brand, like the background of this brand, kind of where it started, how it started, formulated, uh, and just let's go from there, I guess. Sure. Well, first and foremost, thanks for the time and excited to certainly tell a little bit about our story and what we're doing. But um, Wild Tribute started around 11 years ago now, and we've been selling mainly lifestyle apparel um, from, from that time today until today. So. Uh, it really was a passion project that turned into a business. Uh, have have you know <laughs> learned um, as we've as we've gone. Uh, had no experience in in this venture when we when we got started, and and here we are today. And so um, the quick background is we were really um, a lifestyle brand that that that's known to give back, and and we um, got into this to do exactly that. That's why we do what we do is to give back to our parks, our forests, and our oceans. Um, this, this passion project was really inspired by spending time in our national parks and the outdoors in general. And at the time, there weren't that many companies with a give back other than the Tom Shoes of the world um, and the like. And, and we were inspired by that. And we just wanted to, to do something to give back to these places that were inspiring us equally. And so um, that's where Wild Tribute came to be. Um, and so fortunately, we, we've been able to grow a business out of that passion project. Um, you'll find a lot of our product in the national parks themselves, where um, our, our t-shirts, where our art is very differentiated and unique is, is found. And, and that's given us a platform to, to grow elsewhere into other categories and uh, channels where you'll see our product from ski resorts to um, big box retailers to the small independents that are scattered across the country, but nonetheless, it's it's been a lot of fun, and I'd remiss if I didn't say we've given nearly over two million dollars back to places that we all love and spend time in, in in our public lands, and and that's you know the collective legacy we're trying to leave together um, as a customer and a company. That's awesome. I, you know, I was going to tell you um, first off, do you guys have anything with Acadia? Yes. It's oh, not do. on our website. So that's that's something that's a little plug I can provide where if you go into a national park and you are looking for wild tribute product, 
it's most often uh, exclusive to that park. You can't find it on our website. Uh -huh. And it's also where the value proposition of what we do come, that's how it comes to life to some degree. That said, you can go to our website and still find a whole bunch of product. Um, it might just be more hit or miss specific to park specific or more outdoor specific. Um, and we can talk more about that accordingly. Yeah, I was at, um, so we recently traveled to Acadia and I had, um, we, we, we were in the park for a while there. And then I came out of the park. We went to a little city called Bar Harbor. That's right on the edge of Acadia there. And I there saw a whole thing of your stuff there. And I took a picture because I thought of you. I was like, oh, man, I can't wait to talk to Ben about this. This is awesome. <laughs> um, so basically what you're telling me, though, oh, yeah, it says Acadia. I see it right there. Acadia Mountain. Okay, I'm sorry. Cadillac, Cadillac Mountain, Acadia National Park. Uh, and then you guys have some other stuff, probably other ones in here. Yep, there's another one with a lobster. Now, see, I didn't know that. Like, I didn't realize I had to have gotten it there to get it. See, now, now I'm, like, disappointed because I didn't. I didn't realize that it was very specific to that, that, that park area. That's so cool. Well, that's, you know, that's why we're here. We can point you in the right direction. We can help <laughs> you find those retailers, but another fun thing, again, I know I'm, I'm trying to plug as much as I can here, but if you do buy product in our, our visitor centers and national parks and the like, that profit goes back to the park. So um, a lot of people don't realize that. And that's also something we always like to educate folks with is while it's fun to shop the gateway communities and what have you um the parks themselves the the profits do go back to the park which has that extra impact of course yeah, that's so awesome good to good to obviously spread the word on that so how many parks would you say you guys are doing some sort of business with it's pretty widespread across the country um i would say it's not every national park, um, but it's the vast majority. Um, so again, that's just one part of our business. It's really unique because of that custom aspect. Um, but it's also because we're able to tell a story with our product, with that give back and how we're able to not only curate an experience or a memory through our product itself, which yields that purchase, but um, we're going to you know, be able to communicate it's more than just a, a product. It's It's got more meaning beyond such. And again, we're trying to do this together. Let's talk about a second, like this specific shirt here, um, Cadillac Mountain, Acadia National Park. Uh, so something like this, how does it work for your artists? Do they have to actually go to the park and sit there and come up with some ideas? Or they, I guess, how does that work? How is it, are they just looking up Acadia or someone else is going, sending pictures back? Or how sure. does that artistic part take place? Yeah, we work with several artists. We have a couple in-house artists and we do work with some freelancer artists just to obviously keep things fresh. Um, but that goes back to kind of our story. We spent a lot of time in these places before we, uh, started this company. And so we've had the ability to kind of connect the dots with art. Um, most of these places we've seen, we spent intimate time in. And so that's where we're able to have a leg up with not only creating really distinctive art, but something that's different and very authentic. So it's really important to us to be that genuine um, uh, source to, to, again, curate that experience and memory. And, and that's generally how it works. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. There was I actually ran. It's kind of funny because um, <laughs> I ran into um, I went to this uh, park. It's called uh, 
Branch Brook Campground. And while I was there in Maine, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, New Hampshire. So after we left Maine, we went to New Hampshire. And um, there was, so at the park, there was this really cool, like, I thought it was a really cool logo, like, on the way in. I was like, man, that's a pretty good logo for a park, you know? That's, like, way more advanced yeah. than a, a normal park would have, you know, like a KOA or something. I'm like, that's, like, pretty nice. So it turns out it, it's actually an artist that, that lives in that area. And when you go into the camp store, they have a whole bunch of, like, uh, I wish I had one here. I have one in my house. I bought one because it was so cool. But they had a bunch of, like, little plaques and different things with this guy's, like, cartoons on and stuff and it looks so cool and then when you said that like trying to work with local talent and stuff i was like man you guys gotta call this guy whoever he is because he's <laughs> this guy's awesome i was like dang that's really cool and he does some really cool scenery that was like two moose two moose like sitting by a campfire you know like stuff like that it was just pretty unique i was like man that's pretty neat neat you know something different and i get that feeling when i look at your guys stuff now and that's my what I was getting to is um some of these images are just so iconic in my mind like when i see them and i think of the forest like the uh cliffhanger uh one you have with the bear it looks like a grizzly on there i mean it just looks sweet um i'm just looking through them now as we see here you guys got that jeep in there it looks cool so stay wild looks like Smokey the bear of some sort i like the yeti that's pretty cool the legend legend of the was it growls Gross. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's far away. I can't see it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. No, we have we have fun. There's there's no doubt about it. There, you know, the creating part of it is is one of the most enjoyable part of the jobs. Um, and as I like to say, it's just connecting the dots. But um, it's it's connecting things back to obviously the end consumer and uh, the communities we're trying to serve and. Um, I like to think we get it right most of the time, but um, we certainly always welcome feedback. And as we continue to expand and grow into different channels, um, you know, there's there's obviously a lot of room to improve. So um, in speaking to your local talent uh, comment, if anyone does see our product and, and does have the ability to, to create art themselves, we're always looking for for new folks to to add to the mix. So don't hesitate to reach out, introduce yourself. Yeah, awesome. I, so I have a question. This one's a little bit like in the harder part of the business itself. So, you know, we, as, as a clothing company, right. You guys are dealing with um, a lot of clothing, a lot, obviously these designs. Now, some of the designs are going to work really well. Other ones probably aren't going to. So my question is uh, when you have a design, when you have a, a skew, whatever, um, let's say it's not performing very well. Let's say like, it's really not holding up to where you guys were hoping. Does it get like kind of discontinued? Then you kind of come up with something else or what happens, or do you not do that at all? Like, cause some of these designs I've definitely seen last time I was on the website, but again, they probably do very well for you. I'm just wondering if, if there's one, let's say it doesn't do that well, what happens then? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's complicated. Um, inventory management is always complicated regardless of product, but with clothing, you have multiple sizes and it just adds to that complexity. Um, so, you know, for us, it's more so a question of who's seen our product. We're still a bootstrapped company from day one, um, scrappy. And while we've grown and have around 15 employees, there's still a lot of the map we haven't filled from an exposure standpoint. While again, you can see our product nationwide in different channels. Um, 
we still believe there's a lot of folks who haven't put eyeballs on wild tribute. So it makes it harder to discontinue some designs for one, but two, um, if, if you do have something that's working, then it's a beautiful thing and you don't want it to necessarily go away. It's just a matter of mixing it up, putting it on a different color shirt or different garment style. But, um, but to say the least, it's not an easy equation to figure out. Yeah, no, I, I can imagine. Plus all the skews and the sizes, like you said, it gets complicated. Um, yeah, that's cool though. I, I like, I love the idea though, that, you know, it does help the local uh, parks and stuff. That's pretty neat and unique. You don't really hear that much. And um, pretty neat that they're actually kind of exclusive to those areas too. I love that idea that you can get it there and kind of that's where you're supposed to get it type thing. That's pretty neat. Um, what else going on? What else you guys been up to? You guys have uh, anything new coming up here? Yeah, I think as I go back and talk about different areas that we're trying to grow and, and just move into, last time that we were speaking um, was really kind of a catalyst and more so us continuing to cater to the outdoorsmen and the hunt fish community um, because that community is equally um, invested in conservation and, and that give back that we're invested in, right? Not just supporting our national parks, but all public lands where we recreate. And so uh, the, the outdoorsman collection that we're continuing to build on and hopefully get into the doors of Bass Pro and the like across the country um, is growing and something that's we're having a, a lot of fun creating at the same time, whether it's our legend graphic, which is um, uh, a Yeti or Sasquatch fly fishing. I mean, those are the things that we're trying to actively work on and get feedback to see if this has legs, to say the least. Um, but, but that's one area of growth that we're really looking to, to, to tap into. Um, but, you know, beyond product specific, just as a brand, we're, we're growing as we methodically can, um, and, and continuing to do what we do best, which is connect with nonprofit organizations that bring our mission to life. And, and I think that's, um, you know, one thing, if you do start a company or you're part of a company that has a mission, it, it's very hard to, to actually fulfill such. It's easy to write a check, but to find the right organizations to, to work with and to communicate exactly where our dollars are going, that's, a, that's, that's hard. Um, and, and so that's something that we continue to put a lot of focus on and, and finding new organizations is incredibly important to us. And that's, Another thing that we always welcome um, feedback from is like who who else is out there that's doing great work that we can contribute our give back to and, and be part of and tell that story with. And so um, I think that's, of course, exciting, but a lot of moving parts on that front, too. I, honestly, I think you hit the nail on the head when you talked about uh, fishing, outdoorsmen, hunting, those type of people, because it's true that those people are probably the largest market for conservation for the lands, the money that is generated through ticket for licenses sales is in the billions of dollars each year in every state, whether it's bow hunting, fishing, uh, UTVing, uh, gun hunting, whatever, turkey, deer, bear, moose, right? It, it, although they are harvesting these animals for food, they're also conserving the, 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 the land and being picky and choosing what they're doing. So it's not like they're wiping things out or, uh, not like, you know, back in the day when what they did to the Buffalo or anything like that, it's not crazy or out of control, but I do think that this uh, product fits the, I'll use the word 
outdoorsmen, outdoors women, whatever you want to call it. I mean the same thing either way, but outdoorsmen concept, right? So you're talking about people who are mountain biking, people who are camping, people are hunting, hiking, uh, anything outdoors realistically is has to do with this concept in, in the sense that the imagery, the look, the things all connect some way, shape or form with that. You know, I'm looking right now, one down here, it's got a big bass, you know, fish right here. So a person to fishing would love a shirt like that, you know, um, yetis can go with anybody you know what i mean like i can see that yeah. being at the campground no problem yeah. so pretty cool okay. yeah, smoky pretty bear cool. of course he's he's everywhere and he's an important icon for, for yeah. us all so for sure no i think that's that's what it comes down to i don't mean to preach by any stretch but like we all share something in common in many ways but one of the things that maybe is most understated is we have public land and we were the first to fortunately um have such as a country to to really protect and conserve and um it comes in all different forms but it really is our collective legacy and and that's what we try to communicate through our product and our mission and and so long we're connecting some of those dots then we're doing i think our job at the end of the day but um you know this country's crazy right now and divisive with different things but I do think one of the most unifying thing that we have is public land, the ability to connect um, on such. And, and I think that's one of the most bipartisan things that we have to, to lean into. And, and we should continue to do that. For sure. You know, I was thinking while you're saying that, I was just thinking about like iconic things in the outdoors, in the outdoor space. It's not really talked about. And I don't know why I just, I just came over my head. I, I think it's because I saw this image in the background and I was like looking at the, at the camera and I realized there's this picture that Kevin got a long time ago and it's an Indian, you know, American Indian, you know, on his horse, you know, back in the Badlands or something. Right. I don't know, mm -hmm. but I was thinking about it and I'm like, you know, it's interesting how no one's really allowed to, or promotes American Indians at all anymore. Really. I mean, I feel like it's, it's turned into this, like, racist thing when it shouldn't be i i just think it's very very naive to say like an american india wasn't one of the best people that have ever walked this earth especially when it comes to the outdoors i mean think of what these people are able to do to survive off the land it was so incredible i just feel like it's kind of depressing that it's not celebrated a little bit more what they were able to accomplish um i understand there's history there don't get me wrong but they still they were a people they're still there right and back then they were one of the greatest hunters ever you know, and conservationists themselves, you know, on how they handle the animals. But if you Absolutely. put that on a shirt, you get in trouble probably, you know, that's what stinks. It's like, it should be celebrated, not, you know, not looked yeah. at like that, but either way, anyway, back to well, this. There's, but there's a lot, I mean, to your point, I mean, there's a lot that we can connect on and, and I say public land, but it's really conservation and respect of what we want to maintain and collectively view as a positive legacy with what we've inherited. Right. <laughs> and so yeah, for sure. And I think For that's sure. where we all share that commonality at the end of the day. And, and that's, that's a good thing. We should celebrate that. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I also think it's, it's cool because you guys are covering, you know, I know we didn't talk a ton about this, but I'm going through the website as we talk and uh, under the uh, collections, you guys even have oceans collection. So, you know, we didn't talk about that specifically, but like, you know, the ocean stuff and the different, you know, the great lakes is another great example of, <laughs> different types of water uh type stuff you know and i know i'll say this because like you know looking at the ocean collection i'm seeing this is really cool stuff and i do think it actually 
absolutely has its place in the coastal regions, uh, Hawaii, uh, Florida, you know, the Carolinas, this would these like the pirate and stuff. That's just amazing. Like, I just think that looks so cool. It's such a good idea. Really. It's hilarious. I love it. And then like, just th that atmosphere is funny, right? It looks great. You got this sea lion with, a, I don't even know. It's got goggles on or something. That's sea cows. You call it. It's hilarious. Today's episode is brought to you by Sig Sauer, keeping you safe in and out of the field, but also keeping you in the field longer with Sig's lamp of cross rifles, optics, ammo, and more. Learn all about it at SigSauer.com. Also brought to you by Tinks, Dead Downwind, Burris, Vapor Trail, Stokerized, Arizona Archery Enterprises, Apex Rewards, and Easton. Last year, Reveal by Tacticam quickly became the most sought-after scouting camera in America, making cellular scouting available to any hunter. We ask our users how we can make this outstanding camera even better, and this is our answer. Introducing the all-new Reveal X. Even easier setup, better battery life, faster trigger speed, on-demand HD photos, extended detection range. This season, find out what all the buzz is about. Get a new Reveal X by Tacticam um but it's just a great collection and the thing is that here's the thing this is what's tricky about it for you very specifically for you this is what's tricky when you cover different genres against the the great outdoors whatever you want to call this right the sportsmen the great outdoors it is very difficult because what's happening here is something like this is something you would find in in a in a coastal city maybe like uh florida on on the water like clear clear water but you're also going to see like salt life, right? Salt life's a huge brand down there. You don't see it in Michigan. In Michigan, we don't see salt life anywhere. But if I go down to Florida, salt life's everywhere. You know, everybody's wearing salt life. And then you got brands that came in the middle with that material. You know, I'm sure yours is probably more of a cotton material, but yep. that type of material yep. then led into like obviously Under Armour. And then another company called Hook came out and they were trying to compete versus this salt life. And it's just interesting. But this is smarter because really you're kind of going more to the, you're not saying like, hey, you should wear this while you're fishing necessarily. You're saying this is more of a lifestyle choice, right? Um, yep. It's not like you, it's not probably UV protective or anything specific. Yeah, like super, super comfortable lifestyle apparel, but you're probably not going to want to spend all day fishing. Correct. <laughs> with, yeah. Um, the sun beating not down. Not that you could, no, but yeah, right. most people are going to want to wear a sun shirt with a hood and, and, you know, absolutely protect yourself accordingly. So yeah. For sure. Um, and that's where we differentiate ourselves. It really goes back to the art. Um, we we connect the dots. I'll say it again, through the art, through what we're trying to convey with such and um, hopefully allowing someone to, whenever they put on that shirt or, or um, look at it, re recall a memory or get inspired by doing something that they love. So, um, you know, and beyond that, just the remember that, hey, this this means something more there's a, there was a give back associated to such that's ongoing so um we like to think of whoever buys from us as part of our community and we just want that community to continue to to grow dude this uh bark ranger hoodie sweatshirt is awesome <laughs> this is hilarious i went to the woof collection i'm just checking out the dog stuff it's so funny yeah dogs have been really good if you're a dog lover I think we got the best product that you can buy. So come check out our, our wolf collection for sure. Yeah, for all for all our hunting friends, you got to check out this one because you'll love it. There's camo on it. And it's just like dog's got a camo hat on too. It's just so cool. It's very smart art on that one. 
let's see what other collections we got here. I'm just kind of going through the different collections on the website. Uh, you guys, is this, you said you had a new catalog coming out? Yeah. So we, everything that's on the website is, I mean, there's a lot there, but every spring fall, we try to infuse new, new product, new designs. Of course, it's more so a wholesale functionality that then bleeds into our online direct to consumer strategy. But, um, but yeah, we, that's where the bulk of our hunt fish, um, the new respective to such is coming is spring 24. And I've, I've previewed that with you. So um, hopefully you can take a look at that and and see what's coming down the pike, but we're excited about what's in that collection. And then I appreciate you bringing up the oceans collection because that's also been a big initiative of ours over the last 12 months, uh, featuring and catering to the coastal parts of the country, because, um, you know, what are we without our oceans? So it's all, it's all connected. And, and I think that's, um, you know, been a lot of fun to to create as well. I can't believe you guys have a shirt with John Muir on it. Can't believe it. This is hilarious. The Godfather. That is so genius. Oh my God. Now he, uh, about him, he was a trapper, right? Wasn't he like a, a trapper back in the, like a long time ago? He was a, uh, I think he was from Scotland. Um, well, I know he was from Scotland, but then he moved stateside um, and started rambling around the country doing crazy walks. And that's where he, you know, just started traveling in general, but then he landed in the Sierra. And I think at one point he was um, herding sheep, which is probably what you're thinking of. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember something. I couldn't remember. Yeah. And then that's when he found Yosemite and that's where he became. The Have you ever seen the, uh, you ever seen the series of uh, the West by Ken Burns? Yeah. Oh my God. I bought it. Cause I love, I love Ken Burns documentary. So I buy them all. So I, I actually watched the West about two or three times, but I always learn new stuff because it's just so, so much in, involved, you know, and uh, uh, there are so many things that happened in that time frame. That's just that time frame. John, uh, he's even got another one called the Indian Wars that goes like the years before that, like 1700 to like 1800, which is absolutely incredible. And it talks about how like all the Indians join different forces and teams. And basically they had this whole area. Um, I forgot what they called it, but it was like, you know the dakotas all the way to texas all the way north to the border into canada and it was just like this line and they had like all the major but anyway it's just absolutely incredible to to watch that and listen and try to learn from it but a lot of that stuff um is part of what we're seeing here is my thought because i i just feel like the whole concept of protecting those lands was you know obviously one of the most important things, you know, in history for us. And, and, you know, that, and this is, you know, going to help keep that going. That's my point. So it's very important that people consider at least checking these out, try to buy one if you can, because honestly, it's still, it's very helpful for us and all the communities. No doubt. No, I appreciate that. I'm just looking at some of the other ones, the Roosevelt one. That's awesome. Such an important person, of course, in history. Um, yeah. So the other thing is, you know, uh, camping, right? So like camping's a big deal for our, oh, yeah. for everybody here in this group. Uh, one of the reasons we actually changed our podcast to the outdoor podcast, cause we really wanted to talk a lot about RVing, camping, that lifestyle. Um, I feel like this brand fits very well with that, especially people like Kevin who couldn't be here tonight cause of the funeral we were attending, but he, he, uh, he, his biggest thing is to, um, go to every national park. So Kevin's been to like probably 80% of them, maybe 90% of them already. And, um, 
you know, collecting one of these shirts or hats or whatever from these places would be awesome, you know, and that's, this is something plus he's helping the park too. So that's why I think it's a win-win to pick up something like this from whatever parks you have, you know, available. That would be, that would be awesome. Now, if someone buys like this Teddy Roosevelt uh, shirt are here on your website, does you guys still contribute money from, from this pile uh, from buying on the website? Absolutely. So it's 4%. Our, I've been mentioning our give back throughout this podcast, but I haven't actually mentioned what it is. So our mantra has been for the parks, for the forests, for the oceans. And that's because uh, we give 4% of our proceeds to organizations that support, uh, you know, our most historic and, and wild places. And so, um, so absolutely anything that's from a wholesale perspective or from a direct to consumer perspective is pulled into to one donation pool. And, and that's, that's how it works. Oh, dude, I, I was just looking at shirts. I just went to the hat section and I'm, I'm like blown away. There's so many cool hats here. I'm a big hat person. I don't know. I don't, my wife hates it. Cause I have so many hats, but <laughs> I just, I just find like hats are fun. Cause I feel like I can change the look so fast on what I want to do. I love shirts. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of times they'll shrink on me or something. And I get a little uncomfortable that I'm not as happy. Whereas like a hat, I know it's going to last, you know, it's just there. Um, but some of these designs you guys have done is actually very, very cool. Um, the mountains are calling hat. That is an incredible looking hat. Like that has got a lot of art to it. That is something I got to show here for you guys. Cause it's that cool, but um, wow, that is really well done. Is this a, is this like a, an artist that does stuff for you guys for you normally that did this one? Yeah, probably 80% of what you see is done by an in-house artist. And then um, as I mentioned, we, 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 we do hire freelancers to work on certain styles or to bring in new, fresh looks, but um, our in-house designers do a great job. And uh, that's predominantly what you see. That's cool. Really cool, man. That's really, really well done. Um, let's see here. I was just looking at some of your partners on here. That's pretty cool. A lot of the parks and stuff. God, I love, uh, I know I've never been to, zion national park i know uh kevin's been there a few times uh zion's one i really want to get to that's like you know that and glacier to me those two parks are like really on my hit list coming up here to try to get to um but i have been to yellowstone and i've been to um well it's not it's, not, it's a state park but i think i think custer state park yeah so i've been yeah. to custard as well that was a really cool experience Yellowstone was incredible, of course. Acadia was pretty cool, but it was kind of like a bummer because it was like real foggy and like you couldn't really see a lot, to be honest. I could probably see like three, four hundred yards at the most, you know, it was like kind of too foggy for something so that like that. But the other thing I, I kind of was disappointed with Acadia was um there wasn't a lot of animals, you know. They say there's moose and all this, but honestly, I didn't see anything. Like I was like, dude, hmm. no moose know. on the island itself, but there's moose everywhere in Maine, and I think that's where the yeah, that's what I said. There's barely any on there. I saw a dead uh where where are you guys from? I'm from Kentucky, and that's actually where we started the the company, but we're now in Salt Lake City and our company has been remote from day one. So we have people all over the country, but we're technically headquartered here in, in Salt Lake City. Do you live in Utah now? Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. So you're there right now. I was just in Utah a couple of years back actually, uh, for a wedding. We're in uh is it Alta? Does that sound right? yeah alta it was, it was like a, a ski yeah. resort 
Um, yeah, that was a good, that was a good place to have a wedding. It was awesome. It was awesome. And I actually saw two moose when I was there. They walked right through yeah. the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm sitting there at a wedding seeing moose walk by and then I go to Acadia thinking I'm going to see a moose. I don't see anything, but a dead chipmunk. I'm like, what is going on here? Now don't get me wrong. Katie was beautiful. That, 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 you know, everything about it was cool, but I just, I'm a, I'm an animal person. Like I, I really need to see animals. Like Yellowstone was absolutely incredible for me. Like I saw in the first day alone in Yellowstone, I saw, probably every major animal you could see there, including the wolf pack on the first yeah. day. And I almost got killed by a grizzly on the first day. I mean, it was like, you, I couldn't, you can't make this stuff up. I'm like, it's unbelievable. This place. Uh, I think the only thing I didn't see was like a cougar, right? Like out of everything, I saw almost every single animal except a cougar on day one, which is unbelievable. And then yeah, Katie, was... I saw a dead chipmunk. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, it was just disappointing, but I guess there's not a lot of animals in the East. I guess. I don't know. I guess it's too much it's like fun. Michigan. It's hard to be Yellowstone. Yellowstone, you're typically exhausted just because your head's always on a swivel and you're looking constantly. Um, so that that in itself is exhausting. To be fair, even if there was a moose in Acadia with the fog, I probably would never seen it anyway. It was so foggy. I did get a fresh lobster though. That was very interesting. That was that was real tasty. I would say that you did well then. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. <laughs> um so Utah, yeah, I, I really enjoyed Utah when I was there. I, I really felt as though like I would absolutely go back to Utah. Like I was like, oh, this this place is really nice. And we went to uh we went downtown uh Salt Lake City. We went to Hoyt Archery, what that's out there. I went and stopped in Hoyt, we went to Badlands, um uh hunting gear. We went to uh you know, I don't know what it was called, but it was the I don't know if it's the Mormon church or whatever, but it was like a giant <laughs> uh the temple yeah the temple area yeah but we have to see all that and, and sit in on a uh they were talking like a tour where they're talking about the, the inside the temple and the the whole journey of how they started and all that with the mormons which is really cool because i love it because of the west right back to that thing yep. uh so it's kind of cool to be there and step foot in the area that you know they started that long ago which is crazy to think yep um yeah. but yeah that's cool a cool place man and i, I had a God, I'll never be able to remember the name of it, but I did go to this breakfast place there that was really good. Um, it was like real organic type food, but it was really good. I'm like, man, this place is sweet. And it was small. and, um, But yeah, other than that, that that uh, Alta, whatever it is, it was so cool, man. That that ski resort area was beautiful. Uh, just yeah. a great uh, place to, to be. It's hard to beat. Uh, we're lucky to have, you know, world-class skiing 40 minutes away from downtown salt lake city so it's gotta be a big difference than growing up from kentucky <laughs> yeah well, that's why i'm here uh we got the outdoors at our fingertips um it's really central to so many places like we can be in glacier in 10 hours we can be in yosemite in 10 yeah. hours south of us is how did you desert. end up in how did you end up in utah specifically uh really because of the company um and having such a robust business in the parks and exactly the proximity that I'm referring to it just made a lot of sense to be able to go see our customers initially and then from a personal side just having every season to, to do something um, spend a lot of time in the desert um, where Zion is of course and arches and where the parks are down there but um, there's just something to do every season which is great and I'm a big skier so uh, it's a good place to be if you like being outside. As far as Kentucky goes, is there a, a national park in Kentucky or no? The longest cave in the world, Mammoth Cave. Oh, Mammoth Cave. Okay. 
Got yeah, it. and then the Daniel Boone National Forest is really popular in Kentucky with uh, the Red River Gorge, so a lot of climbers and uh, um, what have you. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's. Do you go back there often or no? Yeah, my family's still back there, and um, we are back maybe twice a year. That's cool. That's cool though, because you're. I like that because you're kind of like spread out, so you kind of understand different regions of the the country, right? Because. I don't think people realize, you know, like a good example is, you know, before I went to this trip to the, to Maine, I I knew nothing about Acadia. Okay. Nothing. But uh, as well as I didn't even realize like what upstate New York was about. Like I didn't realize like it's nothing like the city. Like I was blown away when I drove through New York twice, either way there and the way back. And we stopped at like Finger Lakes and we stayed there a few days and it was an incredible experience. Like I, I really enjoyed um new york i thought upstate new york was absolutely incredible uh we went to boston went to massachusetts went to salem massachusetts those, those areas were just really cool of course busy but to be honest i mean we even went to fin we even went to finway park watched a game it was just a really good experience that area i, I would say i was doing pretty good till we got to maine then i was like ah this fog is kind of depressing like i feel like i'm still in michigan <laughs> like what's going on here and we spent way too much time there we were there for like four nights it was just too long for as much as we didn't see, you know, I, I would have rather spent that time in Boston or even New Hampshire, the white mountains were where we were uh, after yeah. that, which was a great experience. Uh, but then again, so now that you went West, you can see what Utah has got to offer Yellowstone type stuff. And a lot of people don't understand this while I was getting at like what those regions are like, or what there is to offer going from Michigan to Custer state park in South Dakota is like night and day like you you know there's bison everywhere there's big huge animals everywhere i mean it's one of the coolest experiences and i recommend it for everybody go to these parks buy one of these shirts help get some uh cons you know conservation going but also enjoy yourself and, and see these things for yourself because it's, it's a different experience man it's just completely different um from what i'm used to and, and to be honest i think a lot of the eastern areas are kind of similar michigan through new york uh, through Michigan, Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, they're all very similar. Like the landscape, everything's kind of similar till you get out to like a Maine and, or when you get out to the white mountains, that's where you start to see like, wow, this is a lot different, you know? Um, I know Pennsylvania has got some mountains too, but again, you'd have to get to those portions to see that difference, you know? Fair. Yeah. We live in a big, great country. Lots to yeah. see. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Ben, for coming on. WildTribute.com, guys. Check it out. Uh, get yourself some some uh, some clothes when you can here and help with conservation. It'd be very helpful. So, Ben, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate you chatting with me tonight. Thank you, guys. Really, really a pleasure and good to chat again. Yeah, we'll see you next time. All right, man. Thank you. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.